welcome fans of Florp, of Bobby Wonder, but most of all, fans of me, Grabstack. We are back with another episode of Grabstack's radio show, Mathematic Edition. This week, we take on the mighty mathematic, that devious machine bent on delivering math problems that we just have to solve. Hmm. I guess when I put it that way, the mathematic doesn't sound so devious. More helpful, really, because when it comes to math, practice is the name of the game. <laughs> I guess the mathematic is helping us practice. But who wants a friendly game show? Not me, so we take on the mathematic of doom. Oh, no, I think doom might be coming off a little strong there. <clears throat> Let me try that again. The mathematic of perplexing problems. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I think that strikes just the right note. The rules of defeating the mathematic are simple. Carl, the station manager, will print off three problems for three rounds, and for each round, I will read the question, and then you get ten seconds to solve it. If you need more than ten seconds, you can always pause the show. I don't mind waiting for you. I also recommend grabbing a pencil and a paper to solve your problems so it's much easier when you write things down. I have mine right here. I got my little yellow math journal and my pencil with a little pig eraser. Why a pig, you ask? Because pigs are great at math, or at least I assume they are. Otherwise, how could they have built those little houses out of straw and bricks and sticks? After all, engineering takes a lot of math, you know. Although, to be fair, two of those houses got blown down, so maybe they made some errors in their calculations. In which case, pigs maybe weren't so good at math. Well, too late now. I've already committed to this pig as my math good luck charm. Let's see if it works. I hear the mathematic chugging away, which means Carl must be printing out the first question. It sounds like today our questions will be all carnival-themed. Oh, that's great. I love a good carnival. I hope I don't get distracted by thoughts of carnival food, though. Oh, it's so endlessly delicious. All right, let's start off the first round. And the first question is... The cotton candy man makes 85 bushels of cotton candy for the fair. He sells 32 bushels. How much cotton candy does he have left over? Ready, solvers? Ten seconds on the clock. Let's go! Oh, cotton candy sounds like such a treat. I think every math problem that has food in it ought to come with a free sample or whatever they're talking about. That's how it is with schmath on floor. Well, schmath is mostly just food. I don't know how many problems we're solving. Unless the problem is that you're hungry, in which case we nail it every time. But honestly, how am I supposed to focus on a question about cotton candy when I don't have any cotton candy? Uh, I guess I'll just have to imagine I have cotton candy. I can do that. Okay, here I go. I am imagining that I am hanging out at the carnival next to the cotton candy stand and eating 32 bushels of cotton candy. That's right, I'm eating them all! And then the cotton candy man is incredulous because he made 85 and now I've eaten 32 of them. Which means if he took 32 away from 85, he would have... 53! The answer is 53! Oh, I better eat faster. That's a lot of cotton candy I'm going to have to get through. Oh, what's that, Carl? Oh, we got the answer, so it's time to move on to round two. Hey, don't rush me. I want to finish my cotton candy. Ha ha ha, that's a joke. Okay, fine. Let's move on. Round two. The question is, there are ten rides at the carnival. Bobby Wonder wants to ride each one three times. 
how many times does he get on a ride? All right, 10 seconds are on the clock. Ready, set, go! Oh, that Bobby Wonder, I can't believe he wants to ride each ride three times. I bet they're all fast and designed to make you toss your cookies. Ugh, I hope I'm not hanging out in his belt for this question. Okay, let's see. If he wants to ride each ride three times, then we need to multiply ten times three, which is... Thirty! Tea and waffles! Thirty rides would be a lot of rides. Let's definitely imagine that I am not in his belt for this. <laughs> All right, solvers, we're cooking with carnival gas here. Let's move on to the next question. Round three! The question is, it costs one dollar to play the ring toss. If you have five dollars, how many times can you play the ring toss? Are you ready? 10 seconds are on the clock. Let's go! Well, I don't know. Can't you just give the man $5 and have him tell me? Oh, Carl's saying that's not a very good strategy because the other man might not know either, which means I would have to know how much of my own money I'm spending. Oh, that's so much responsibility. I can't think with this sort of pressure. Oh, what do we do here, Carl? Divide? Carl says any number divided by one equals itself, which means five divided by one equals more cotton candy. Oh, no, wait, no, it equals five. Ooh, which means we can play the ring toss five times. Ooh, we got it, solvers. Three for three, as we do. Friday is listener mailbag. If you have a question you'd like to ask me, write to me at grabstack at gokidgo.com. It can really be anything you like. I just love getting mail, and your question could be read live on the air. Oh, it's all very exciting. And while you're writing to me, check out the www.gokidgo.com website. There's all sorts of fun things to do there. You could color in a picture of my face. Yeah, it's true. All right, until next time, listeners, Crabstick signing off. Go Kid Go.